It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers, and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights, and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Hello, I'm Scott Sashman. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Today, we begin with Rutgers University bringing back Greg Schiano to coach the Scarlet Knights. Wow. Welcome back, Greg. Yeah, that's a name from the past. Huh? From the, do I use the word glory days at Rutgers football? <laughs> but uh, if they did indeed have a glory days, um, it was certainly under Greg Schiano, and the program took some strides. He left to go to the NFL. Uh, but it looked for a while like Edmund, like this wasn't going to happen, and then it was. But going back to some reporting you'd had in, a while back, Rutgers is... Still, is it still the most subsidized football program in America? Now they're going to have to pay a lot to bring. Yeah, Chiano. this this is interesting. So you know, he got an eight-year, thirty-two million dollar deal. So four four million dollars a year. Not that much. It's top thirty. It's what Ed Orgeron gets paid for LSU, which is which is going. Can to I the ask you for an Ed Orgeron right uh, voice right I, now? I cannot do that. <laughs> um, uh, Colin Tippy, can we get some Ed Orgeron just for the heck of it? What a great week for LSU. I'm excited to see the team. We had some young guys do very well. Uh, older guys were coaching it. Had a lot of fun. We should play anytime something good happens. Get, but play some Ed Orgeron. So yeah, it's 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 expensive just to pay him. Um, and if if you believe kind of the reports that are out there, you know, one of the big sticking points for him was that he wanted to make sure that Rutgers was invested in this financially and trying to make it a go in the Big Ten. And that will mean more expensive assistant coaches, more expensive support staff. I'm sure there will be a facility upgrade as well. Uh, there's just a lot of money associated with this. Uh, and, and as you said, Rutgers, $100 million budget every year. 30% of that $30 million comes from subsidies, either from the students themselves or from directly from the institution. This is you know, one of the most subsidized, if not the most subsidized I remember years ago we wrote a story they were yanking phones out of professors' offices and yet subsidizing football. Yes, Rutgers is directing a lot more money than anybody should towards its athletic department, and it will only get pricier under the new Greg Schiano. Wasn't one of the sticking points the use of private jets? And we know that's sort of a de rigueur thing these days among college coaches, even personal use of private jets? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a lot in here that is going to end up being... More expensive, right? And and Rutgers clearly wants to pay that. And and you know the Greg Schiano is. You can make an argument he's the reason why they're in the Big Ten. He left yeah. before they made the jump, but you know they made bowl games in six of his final seven seasons. And one of the reasons why they were a you know they're they're in the York New York market. Um, but people thought the jump wouldn't be as hard for them as it has been. I think because of the success they had under him. I was just wondering though if they. I guess the bad taste in their mouth is gone because remember Schiano left like just a few days before the recruiting. And in fact, I think he missed 
uh, one of the recruiting segments. So uh, to go to the NFL. So has that all been healed? And is everybody all, all hugs well, he's and love? Well, the coach, isn't he? Or going to be so? I would. Yeah, assume. I guess it, so. It seems healed. like more than he. I mean, the, the the reason he he got this deal done is because when it when it sounded like they couldn't agree to terms people, people a couple weeks ago, back. season ticket holders were calling. Donors were saying they would stop donating if they didn't get the deal done, uh, which is funny for Shiano because you know two years ago. Tennessee tried to hire him, and the exact opposite happened. Yeah. The, the Tennessee donors and season ticket yeah. holders said, don't hire this guy. We don't want it in, related to his connections to the Jerry Sandusky scandal at Penn State. Uh, so, you know, two years after a fan base revolted to, to make him lose the job that he was offered, uh, a fan base revolted to get him back on the table to get a job that he wanted. Well, you got to figure, remember, with him, if you can keep, not obviously the best of the best of the best, but if you can keep a good amount of your homegrown folks... Jersey, Pennsylvania. If you can keep some good high school players around, you can build a good program. That has always been the the goal and and the hope for optimistic Rutgers fans is that the high school football in New Jersey is very very good and 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 if you can convince a few of them to stick around, th- there is potential to be a very good program. There. Excuse my ignorance on Rutgers. What's the state? It was High Point. Is it still High Point or wasn't there? Was oh, there a no, recent there's, cha- a, there's a recent change, right? Yeah, there's a new one and the name is escaping me, but it that, is. That's uh, funny. It's, me it's too. Funny. It's it's but, a funny. I mean, what a, a fortuitous time that you signed the deal. Pre- Prior to Greg Schiano coming back, when the program could return to prominence, absolutely, yeah. And one other thing that's worth mentioning, you know, as part of Rutgers' move to the Big Ten, you know, a couple, a couple of years ago, yeah, it's SHI Stadium. Stadium. Which okay. the jokes write themselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. That, that's what yeah, we. That's right. That exactly. was it. Um, but but one of the, the contingencies of Rutgers' move is that they didn't get the big the full Big Ten payout immediately, right? They get yeah. kind of like you know grandfathered in in steps. So Rutgers. You know they're getting twenty five million from the Big Ten right now. Other schools are getting fifty, right? So so there will be a lot of money that comes on as they gradually get a bigger and bigger share of, of the Big Ten pie. So happy they have a landing spot Which, for it now, <laughs> Greg's pocket. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you know, as I said, things are going to get more expensive. They are going to be getting more money uh, from 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 the Big Ten. But if this experiment does not work out, if if they end up subsidizing more or even at this level and, and still not having success because the team has been very bad. Um, you begin to wonder if this Big Ten move was something Rutgers so should Rutgers have done. So Rutgers fans should all be pulling for Ohio State. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> By the way, Ed, before we move to the next topic, uh, Alabama's not going to make the playoffs. And Out I, of the top five for the first time in yeah, five years. And I feel so sorry Wild. for the kicker, uh, Joseph uh, Bullivis. He, he had a chance to tie it playing against Auburn. Uh, How and, many? And this is what I would. This is what I would say to the Alabama fan base that's harassing this kid. What was the score? It was forty-eight, forty-five. You gave up forty-eight points. Yes, you did. I agree. Enough about the three that he missed. You gave up forty-eight points to Auburn. And this poor young man wrote a note mm-hmm. to saying, "I'm so sorry, I missed We've the field goal." We've seen this time and again. And it's I, it's insane. I feel so bad for him. So just just remember, there, you know, Scott Norwood had the same thing happen with the Bills. Trust me, life will go on. It's so. just a game. That's right, and a business. And he's what. Maximum 20, 20 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, he's a sophomore, and yeah. it's just that's terrible. But uh, up next, let's talk about TV rights in baseball. With MLB voting to give teams 
standalone broadcast rights to their games for the start of the 2020 season. You know how we knew this was coming, Michael Barr? Hmm. Hmm. When the Yes Network was repurchased by the Yankees, they put together a little syndicate. Who was in that syndicate besides Sinclair and Redbird Capital and Ontario? Who was in that syndicate? Amazon. Amazon. And then you had to say, once you saw that, you're like, well, what's the purpose of bringing Amazon here? What What is the strategic uh, advantage here? This is what they knew was yeah, coming. Yeah, they fooled me at first. I'm like, okay, why is Amazon coming in this? Answer, right here. R- right here. Th- this is it. And the question is, does it do any damage to the regional sports network model now? Does it draw viewers away? Most think No. They really don't. Baseball sees this as a way to to keep up with the younger viewers. Like, I don't see Michael Barr tuning into his favorite baseball game, his local baseball game, on his computer or his phone. But I do see your son, perhaps, having an account and logging on to see it. So they'll watch and see how this affects uh, the RSN viewership. But... If you're going to move forward in baseball, the teams know their local markets better. They always felt that they could do better. They could optimize these rights. Now they're going to get their shot. I think we got an answer to that question a couple months ago when Steve Rabb, the president of SNY, was on our podcast. And we talked about this exact thing. And one of the things he said is that he believed that baseball fans were better served uh, if the teams and therefore their RSNs uh, had an option to kind of control these digital rights as well. Uh, So I think that, you know, at least in some markets, RSN folks are going to be happy here. Um, Just to catch up listeners on exactly what happened here, you know, for, for a long time, Individual teams have been able to sell their TV rights, right? Which is why Yes Network has the Yankees and SNY has the Mets. But the digital rights have always been owned by Major League Baseball as part of their MLB.TV product. So if you live in New York, the only way to watch Mets games on your phone or on your computer is by being a subscriber TV-wise to SNY. Um, And what that creates is... An authenticated account. This big group of local fans in every market who are not... TV subscribers who can't watch the local games, right? And I think baseball realizes that's a it's a bigger and bigger amount of people out there, cord cutters or cord nevers, uh, who don't have a TV subscription, who youngins can't, who, as we call who can't them, watch, <laughs> who can't watch their local games, uh, and that's a problem. So I think a part of this is is one trying to fix all of those people, and then the opposite is also true. There are people, you know, there are some markets out there. Iowa, I think, is one of them. Hawaii might be another, where at least six teams are blacked out where you live. Right. So you can't watch any of those teams on the MLB.tv product. Right. So so they're also trying to solve this other problem, which is there are fans around the country who can't watch a number of teams when they buy the national product just because of the blackout restrictions on broadcast. I wonder if they're going to change the rules about it and, and educate me on this. It used to be, and it's not just baseball, especially in football, whatever. Back in my day, you, the stadium had to sell out. The park had yeah, to sell out. Even the NFL has relaxed that rule. Yeah, I mean, and it's like it seems silly to me because now you've you, all of your advertisements that you could have sold locally to that TV station uh, were shot down the tubes. Whereas now I'm wondering if they're reversing that, saying, "Okay, let's put it on TV, and if they come to the park, uh, that'll be a great." Yeah, been adorable and not adorable advertisements. Advertisements, great, adorable. great pronunciation. Adorable from Michael Barr, <laughs> also known as commercials. <laughs> I am curious, and, and guys, give me your thoughts. Do, do you think that these? If I'm pick a team, we'll use the Mets because we've been using them. If I'm the Mets and I now have digital rights to to sell, 
Do you think they end up with SNY? I mean, the Mets own SNY, so maybe not a great example. But do you think we're going to see other partners coming in for a lot of baseball teams? Yes. Or do you think the the TV networks are just going to end up gobbling up all these rights to, to give as an OTT gonna, platform? I think you're going to kind of look at the strategics and see yeah. who, who can help us here, who's got the infrastructure, who has the know-how, yeah, though, especially the big boys. Uh, they they got to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know they, they don't want this these lag problems. They don't. I think you're going to start to see more and more of the Amazons coming yeah. in. So the the RSNs that are owned by teams probably are going to end up with these rights. But if you're a team that doesn't own the network that broadcasts right. your games, you may end up with a, a deal with Amazon, to, yes, Facebook, yes. etc. Correct. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Finally, this one aggravates me. And I knew this was going to happen. Ooh, I don't remember in which the, one it is. In the NFL, we have a league <laughs> ah, suspending yeah, yeah, okay. Josh Shaw. Yes. Uh, he's uh, an injured defensive back on the Arizona Cardinals for betting on football games this year. Why now, he knows nice? doggone well, if you're in the NFL, you cannot bet on games. But forget it. He just said, I'm going to bet on the game. So and you, I don't so understand. So you're angry at a guy... For just doing something he knows he shouldn't do. He knows he shouldn't do. Look, he knows this going in. Yeah. And he does it. So I would I would love you mean, to mean, much less performance-enhancing drugs. You shouldn't <laughs> take them because you know you're not supposed no, but to. Come the, on. No, even with performance-enhancing drugs, you're trying to <laughs> enhance Gee. your performance on the field. At least you're trying to do that. This guy knows you're getting paid. Don't bet on the blasted game. I, I would love to know what the educational process is for the NFL league-wide and also for individual teams in terms of telling players exactly what you just said. Because you're right. They're it's, not, they're it's not allowed to. It's posted in the locker room. I mean, they know. Is it? He, I mean, oh, do, we, yeah, do we know no, that's they, true? Oh, yes, do it we is. Know that? Okay. It is. All, all the sports, they post in the locker room. They know. He just did it because he wanted to. Sure. So he, he's on injured reserve. He hasn't played yeah. since the first preseason game. You know, was in Vegas with his buddies, apparently. Didn't try to hide it in Go any capacity, hockey. right? Go he, bet baseball. He used Go his ID anything. and his player card, placed the wager. We don't know if he was gambling on his team's games or not. He was not, you know... At the facility, the NFL said they had no evidence that that inside information was used, or that you know any any games were compromised. And if I may, Evan and Mike, if you think yeah. this is the only guy in the NFL no, betting on right. football, absolutely. you are exactly out of your mind. Right. He's just the first to get yeah, caught. Exactly. And, and kudos to the NFL, in my opinion, for for coming out harsh on this. Right? He, sure. Yeah. Rest have to. of this year, all of next year, uh, he can appeal that. We'll see where everything, that goes. Everything, everything is built on a foundation. That the public has the assumption that these games are games of skill whose whose <laughs> outcomes are not predetermined. If any of the confidence in that premise goes away, all those revenue streams built upon these guys running around a field or skating on ice or whatever, they go away too. Yeah, The integrity of the game is the most important thing these leagues have. They cannot risk losing it. By the way, do you does the name Josh Shaw ring a bell for either of you? No. So he 
kind of famous a couple of years ago. You may remember the story. He, when he was playing at USC, broke, I think, both of his ankles jumping out of a balcony. And he ori- That's the and, guy? And he originally claimed he was trying to save his nephew who was drowning, and it later came out that he was running from the cops after a domestic oh, dispute with his girlfriend. Oh, my God. So, this, yeah, is this is the same, same guy? This is the same guy. Um, He's a nickname. <laughs> which I imagine doesn't make you any happier, Michael. Um, but I do think oh, that you're— Balcony you're, bar. <laughs> you're right, Scott. He's he's certainly not the only one doing this. I'm glad this. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, I, I do wonder if if this is—if if the punishment of this nature, you know, at least a season and a half— banned from the league might be enough to open some eyes around there for players who are thinking, you know, oh, I could just do this on the side a couple times and maybe not get caught. Uh, this feels like a big enough if deal. If it's true, that, that though, that he didn't use any inside information, he didn't yeah. bet on his own team, he didn't, if that's true, yeah. then why in God's name are you betting? I mean, that at least you, you think you're getting an advantage and win some money. What's the motive? Go bet on baseball. Bet on baseball. If you just need the fix of betting and you like to watch <laughs> a game where you have no action, basketball go game. bet on something else. The you guys NBA are right. You're absolutely is, right. It's going strong. Bet on basketball. I would think at some point but, we're going to know. He's going to speak, right? And we're we're going to get his side of the story. And I am very curious to know if if it is. Now that I know I he knew, had this balcony story, I don't, I don't need to hear his oh, side sure, of the story. So Man. It's one of two things, right? He either knew he shouldn't do this and was in Vegas with his friends and you know didn't think it was as big a deal as everyone told him and, and he yeah. did it. Or... Somehow he missed the the sign that that's in the locker room or the, oh, the they, outreach they have that the league is to doing. You. Yeah, there's no way he missed it. There's no way. I can yeah. see a world where he thought I can't bet on the Cardinals, but if I'm not playing, what do you, no, maybe what do you, I can bet on the Patriots versus is, the Ravens. No, and, what he and let should that go. say is this is the oh, this is the excuse. I wasn't really <laughs> paying attention. I was with my guys in Vegas. I had had a few drinks. I said St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> I said St. Yeah. Louis. That must have been one or heck of I, a future or did, bet. Or did, what I not? Yeah, or did I not? My bad. Yeah, it was the Cardinals to win the World Series minus 500. Once again, my handle was NW111. Oh, Folks, if you ever need ago. an excuse, yes. uh, email Scott Sajnik. Yes. I, I thought Carpenter was pitching. My bad. I, I, I just, it, we now that we have online gambling, sports gambling. Oh, we have. And it's because go- he has right. it. He's like, everybody. A lot Darn of people to, don't have it, Bar. But it's going to grow. And this just hinders all of that you make a lot of money on the football field and god bless you but please don't screw this all up for the rest of us monday morning so it's, all about, it's all about spicy. you like, it's it all about is far. all don't about me. Up for me <laughs> God, oh, now man. I see where not why he's annoyed. This is an angry Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. <laughs> I, I am. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Sosnick and Evan Novi Williams. We're here every Monday, uh, by Wednesday, be more sedate, Michael Barr, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. You can join us again at the end of the week. We're speaking with Paul Rabel, lacrosse player, about oh. the first year. Yeah, Paul's coming of in the studio PLL. again, back in New York. We're going to find out what makes a fledgling league. What makes it successful? How, how do you gauge success, and then how do you go to year two? What, right. what went right, what went wrong? See, yeah. now that calmed me down, because yeah. Paul's a friend of the show. There I you go. Really like All right. Uh, you're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world, and online, wherever you get your podcasts.
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.